Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews, author interviews and book reviews. How are you all doing this Friday? Well, it's Friday, so it's short episodes, short interviews, and it means less waffle from me. You'll be glad to hear. What books have we got covering today? Well, they're books both by a Victoria. So we are renaming today National Victoria Day. If your name is Victoria, you have my permission to consume extra biscuits today and extra cups of tea and coffee, if that is what your heart desires. If your name is not Victoria, your time will come. Another day, it will be your day, but today is National Victoria Day. So the books are The Figurine by Victoria Hislop and All the Little Eyes by Victoria Selman. Let's look at The Figurine first of all. And here is the blurb. Helena spends her childhood summers with her grandparents in Athens in the late 1960s, when Greece is ruled by a brutal military dictatorship under which her grandfather, remote and cruel, serves as a general. As a student, her interest in archaeology is ignited by a summer spent on a dig on an Aegean island, where love finds her amid the heat and dust. A devastating betrayal and a desire for revenge set her on a new path. Sorting through the abandoned Athens apartment she inherits, Helena discovers a hidden hoard of priceless antiquities. How did her grandfather amass such a collection? And what was the human cost? Helena's determination to return precious objects to their rightful places sees her journey to a criminal underworld and wrestle with the meaning of home for the figurine and for herself. (sighs) Very good. Let's have a chat with Victoria Hislop now. It is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast, Victoria Hislop, to talk once more about the figurine. Victoria, welcome back. Thank you for having me again. You have five questions in five minutes. I don't know if you're ready for this pressure. (laughs) I feel under pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Please don't. First question, just remind us again about this book. Can you give us a bit of a summary? The figurine is the story of a young woman who's half British, half Greek, who finds herself caught up in a criminal activity, the looting of archaeological finds. It's a story of seduction, revelation and revenge, as well as one that explores the true meaning of love and of home. Mm, Yes, love that. That's great. Okay, your next question. 
Who would this book appeal to? Who should be running out to acquire it in some legal way? Gosh, I would say everybody who has read any of my books before. So that's quite, hopefully, lots of you. (laughs) And anybody who's remotely interested in Greece and our relationship with Greece. My character is young, so I think this time anybody from the age of 15 to 105. So it goes kind of across the the age groups. Wow, just anyone who, who likes a story and wants to find out about something new Hmm. and who likes love stories, love and hate stories. Because I think love stories always sound a bit soppy, don't they? And there's plenty of the opposite in this Hmm. one. Anybody. I'd say the answer is anyone and everyone. (laughs) Yes. And if you're listening to this and you're over the age of 105, you can still read the book. We're not drawing the line at that age. (laughs) No. I'll send you a free copy if you're over 105. There you go, people. Come on. (laughs) I love it. Next question is, what do you want us to feel as we're reading The Figurine? Gosh, what a fantastic question. To some extent, I'd like people to feel some anger because the theft of archaeological um, treasures is a, a theft from everybody. And people make a lot of money out of stealing things that are part of the culture of the world, if you like. Um, and it it makes me makes me feel angry. And I hope that kind of translates a bit to the page that there are people who are prepared to essentially deprive all of us of of knowledge and of beauty. Mm. Great answer. The next question is, can you tell us your favourite major and also your favourite minor character in this book? I'll start with the minor character because she, I could have written a a story entirely for her. And she's the, the maid in the house of these wealthy grandparents of the protagonist, of Helena's grandparents. And she's called Dina. And she's actually one of a very large group of young women who were taken from the country to be maids, oblique stroke slaves of wealthy families in Greece during periods of poverty, during sort of 40s and 50s. And they were very vulnerable young women. They had no rights. They lived with their boss. And Dina, as most of them, lives in quite in a very wealthy context. In but she lives in very kind of poor and quite squalid way, mm. given the money that her her employees employers have. But she's a great. I really love Dina. I don't really know where she came from in my imagination, but she's a very wise, patient, uncomplaining. Um, it's just somebody that you love because you want life to be better for her. And I won't tell you what happens in the end because that's a, a plot spoiler with her. In terms of major character, this is the first time I've written policemen because there is obviously the theft of something archaeological is in some ways a crime story. You could say I've written a crime novel, which I never imagined I would. And there's a policeman 
a Greek policeman who we meet at the end of the story, who plays a very significant role. And I think he's the most comic character I've ever written. He He's very much based on policemen that I've met in Greece, smokes nonstop in the way that some people still do in Greece, but particularly in the period that I'm writing about in the 80s, before anyone put up no smoking notices. And many times in Greece, there still aren't any no smoking notices. So he's this incredibly skinny man who's just like inhales, breathes, eats cigarettes all day and sort of hangs out the window in the police station smoking. But he's very lovable because he is completely passionate about his job in a way that shocks everybody around him. And the reason that he's passionate is that he comes from an island where things were stolen. And so he has a particular drive to repatriate things that are taken from where they should be. And I I just love this man. He's hilarious. I wish I could meet him. Oh, that's wonderful. We come to the final question. And when we last talked, the, the final question was, of course, about biscuits. And the figurine had been powered by a biscuit that I won't even try to pronounce, but is a Greek version of a very light and lovely shortbread. The question today is, what drink was powering the writing of the figurine? Of course, it was coffee. <laughs> Strong, black coffee. Because actually, with a very sweet shortbready biscuit and quite a bitter coffee that's a totally wonderful combination <laughs> definitely strong black coffee in greece they will call it sketo which actually Schietto. almost is onomatopoeic sketo which means no sugar no milk just sketo which is almost how it feels when it scrapes down your down your throat a strong coffee wonderful i shall remember that uh, that sounds yes, great so next go to greece yes that's i love a strong black coffee so i'm in with that as long as there's something there sweet are, and yeah. sugary on the plate next to it so it's perfect, perfect. <laughs> well it's just lovely to talk to you again and hear more about the figurine victoria hislop thank you so much thank you for having me Excellent. And now we go to the second book, All the Little Liars by Victoria Selman. Let me read you the blurb of this one. California, 2003. A 13-year-old girl disappears from a party at Carlbad's Turtle Lake. Discovered on the trunk of a nearby cottonwood tree is the word liar graffitied in blood. Three teenagers went to the lake that night, but only two came back. Later, they confessed to murdering their friend. But did they really kill her? And if not, why say they did? Told across two timelines and tapping into a horrific crime, All the Little Liars is a novel about sisterly love and toxic friendship that asks, how much would you sacrifice to belong? Well, let's go and talk to Victoria now. Well, it is my huge pleasure to welcome back to the podcast Victoria Selman, whose latest fantastic book is called All the Little Liars. Victoria, welcome back. Hi, Jennifer. Lovely to be back. You have five questions in five minutes. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'll, I'll give it a go. <laughs> First question, can you summarise this book for us? All Little Liars is a story of toxic friendship and teenage angst that asks, how far would you go to belong? And it was inspired by a crazy true crime case from the States where two girls 
murder their best friend. They later confess to committing the crime. But when they are asked why they did it, all they can say is we didn't like her. Oh, very good. Your next question, who would this book appeal to? Who should be reading this book? Anyone with wonderful taste, Philippa. I'm joking. Of course. Of course. No, I'm kidding. It's, it's a very twisty thriller. It's a mystery at the heart. It's obviously, as we said, it's inspired by a true crime. So anyone who enjoys twisty, twisty, mysterious thrillers, true crime lovers like myself would enjoy it. I'm trying to think of comparisons. What's on my shelves at the moment? Who is it like? Gillian McAllister, possibly. Alice Feeney. Seal uh, Taylor, perhaps. Catherine Ryan Howard, who, of course, also is inspired by true crime, maybe. They might like it. Yeah. Cora Hunter, she's also writing uh, true crime novels at the moment. She mm-hmm. she was um, kind enough to say some very lovely things about this. Abigail Dean, girl A, is the other one. So she's obviously very interested in psychology and how crimes impact the people left behind and the quiet after moments, which I would say is, is the same with me as well. Oh, great. Well, the next question is, what do you want us to feel as we're reading All the Little Liars? I wanted you to feel, I think, that you can't put the book down, that you just have to see what's the next chapter. Go on one more page, one more page. (laughs) Who really did this? How how do you explain this? Oh, my goodness. I couldn't see that coming. That's what I want you to feel. (laughs) You want to sleep deprived, don't you, Victoria? I want to sleep deprived, yes. (laughs) The next question, can you give us your favourite major and also your favourite minor character in this book? My favourite major character is probably the housekeeper, Dita who uh, was a lot of fun to write. She's My character calls her Mrs. Malaprop. She gets uh, expressions a little bit wrong. And she's she's very fiercely protective of Finn, my character, and her sister. And she's she's very funny. She was like the comedy moments, the, the lighter moments in the book, because, of course, when something's very dark, you also do need to bring in light. The minor characters, I'm trying to think who the minor characters were. I don't have very big casts in my book, mm. actually. So it's almost like every character has a really important role. Uh, oh, you know who I enjoyed writing actually was there's a lawyer character and he's a bit of a, you know, those kind of sleazy lawyers who sort of have a load of tricks up their sleeve and they're like, you know what, don't worry about the truth. It's all about who tells the best story. So it's like that kind of character and he sort of has gel on his hair and when he touches his hair, he's sort of got like a, a sort of a shininess left behind on his fingertips. So he was he was rather fun to write. <laughs> lovely or not lovely as the case may be. Or not lovely, well- right. <laughs> The last question is about what was powering the writing of All the Little Liars. When we spoke last time, we were talking biscuits. I was just going to say, chocolate biscuits definitely was powering them. This one is about what was the drink? What drink was powering the writing? Uh, I love green tea. So for me, that's a bit healthy maybe, but it's I, I can't drink coffee. I just, I've never managed to enjoy coffee. I've tried very, very hard and I just can't stomach the stuff. Green tea is my go-to caffeinated drink. Some writers do work with a glass of beer by their side. I just, I couldn't do that. So for me, it's the caffeine. I need to stay awake. A glass of something as a reward when the work is done, but possibly not. That's a different thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, if green tea has powered it, then green tea is what we all need to be drinking. It's a great (laughs) book. Victoria Selman, whose latest book is All the Little Liars. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And those are your two short interviews. It is short episode day, so you have your short interviews. If you're interested in those books and would like to hear more, you can go back a couple of months and there will be much longer interviews with both Victorias waiting for you. That is me. I am off. I hope you're okay. I hope all's well with you. I'll be back on Monday with longer 
episodes with more waffle from me. Just look after yourselves and I'll talk to you very soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.